Hello and welcome to the Sport for Business podcast. I'm your host, Rob Harkness, and in today's 61st episode of the show, we meet with the Ireland and Leinster fullback Hugo Keenan. We don't normally focus on players so much as those who enable them to be brilliant, but when you're out at the High Performance Centre and Hugo is there, well, it would be rude not to. It's only a short episode today. Um, the business side comes when we're talking about the Energia campaign, for which he is an enthusiastic ambassador. But first, well, we had to ask how he is ahead of the big games to come. So first things first, I guess, how is the knee? How is the rehab going? And do you think you're going to be ready for the last two games of the season? Yeah, rehab is progressing well. So that's the plan. Yeah, hoping to get back for England. So yeah, been worked hard. I've been, been in rehab in the last day or two as well. Well, the, the rest of the squad's been off. So it's always the, I suppose, the annoying side of it. You don't really get your days off. But yeah, happy with how it's coming along and uh, progressing well. What do you remember of the injury as it happened? So, yeah, it was a Will Connors-esque chop tackle. I saw him coming uh, coming out of the corner of my eye, so I managed to get my legs off the ground, which meant um, a lot of the impact was sort of taken, so it was nothing nothing too serious. Um, but, yeah, I tried to shake it off, but it probably wasn't uh, one I could have. And we were, we were in a comfortable position at that stage as well. So I think Harry Byrne was actually lining up to, to, go, to come on for me anyway. Uh, but, um, yeah, not to worry. Was there a fear at any stage in the kind of the couple of days afterwards that it might have been something a bit more serious? I suppose I, I did go for a scan and you, you always are a small bit nervous, but we've got great physios, great doctors. They had cleared my knee for the large part uh, going into it, so I was pretty confident it'd be it'd be pretty or something pretty minor. So yeah, it, it, it was sort of I was reassured soon enough, so it was all good. You stayed in the camp all the way through, though, because sometimes you might be sent back into Leinster and, and look after the rehab there. But was that uh, a good thing in your headspace that you that you stayed with the team and with the camp here? Absolutely, I think it's an important part of it. Um, so I was I was delighted um, to to get to stay in camp. Um, I suppose to get to know the learnings that we were going to chat about through from the from the Italy week, but also nearly to prep as if I was playing against Wales. There was a small chance I could have made it back for it, so um, I was trying to get ready as if I would. And I think that's the best way to do it when you're injured is to presume you're playing to prep as if you are playing to get over your details so that when you come back in uh, when you are available for selection and um, back fit and healthy that you're not far behind and um, I suppose it was good to be in involved uh, in around the team on the weekend as well being in for meetings and then being in on, on game day. In the end, you didn't make it back for the Italy game. Are you a good spectator? Yeah, I've been lucky enough that uh, I haven't been in that situation too many times before. A good good run of injuries, um, but it's probably something I don't enjoy too much. I, I I get nervous, I get worried. You can't control anything when you're on the side of the pitch. Well, when you're in amongst it, you're uh, you're distracted a bit more. You're not worrying as much. You're just focused on uh, on the challenge in front of you. Um, in in that regard, and when Kieran Frawley came in as your replacement, how do, how do you think he got on? I thought he went went very well, didn't he? 
Um, it was great to see it. I don't think anyone had any doubts about him. Uh, like he's an incredible footballer. I think we've we've all seen it for uh, Leinster and the small bits um, that he's gotten uh, the chance to in a, in a green jersey as well. And um, he's gotten a bit more time at 15. Um, and I think there were probably a few question marks about who was going to play there be with Jimmy and Mac and the, the likes out but um, we were all very confident uh, in him and it was great great for him to uh, get settled in early and get a try as well and I get on great with him as well he only lives across the road from me um, so I was delighted for him You're obviously friends near neighbours teammates but teammates with him playing in a different position and fullback is quite specialist was there was there anything in your mind thinking god you know he could be if he does really well here it'd be brilliant but maybe he'd bump me out of the position no I, I, like you can't really think about it that way i suppose if you are um like we're, we're just trying to make each other better and i think the competition and uh, healthy competition between two players and in, in, in any positions um, going to drive both of you to be a better player like you have it with any sort of back three player whether it's Jimmy or Jordan um, or even in, even back in Leinster as well so um, I think you sort of have to make it feed your appetite a bit more if if, if that's what it um, is needed um, but no genuinely was thrill for him like uh, as you said, we are good friends. Um, we've known each other for for ages, and uh, you want people performing in a green jersey because it's a it's a team and squad effort. And you know, it's it's not about the fifteen. You know, it's not about the twenty three, but the thirty five or six man squad and the backroom staff and the the management. That's who it's about. And uh, we all want to be part of a successful Irish team, and it requires a a lot of bodies. Yeah. Once it became clear that that he was going to be starting. Did mm. you find a few moments of quiet time, a quiet space that the two of you could actually have a, a chat about what he was going to be facing? Um, like he's experienced enough at, at 15. And uh, as I was saying earlier, like I was preparing as if I was going to be playing too. And a lot of what you do is you come together with the back three players. So you'd sit down anyway together and whether it's looking at kicking clips or looking at reviews from training or, uh, reviews from game as well we do it as a collective regardless um, doesn't matter if it's the three lads starting or lad on the bench you'd normally include the five or six back three players and we bounce ideas off each other we learn off each other so that's that's sort of the environment that's uh, been created by coaches but also by us because I think we're all keen to I suppose get a bit of feedback from players because often they're the best people to learn off and um yeah we're we're doing that all week we're sitting to, down together um like we we normally would just um probably gave kieran confidence as well that i was ruled out not early enough but that he had good good preparation that um he knew knew was coming from a from an early uh, early stage so england next in twickenham big stadium big game a lot on the line. The last time when you went over there, you did. You got that big win. How important was that in the development of, of this group and this team? Yeah, absolutely. I think it was my first time playing in Twickenham in a full full capacity stadium. My first time playing there, we had lost in COVID. So it was it was great to, to win that. I think I remember getting a try. I remember there was obviously a red card 
that had happened and I remember it probably wasn't our best team performance but we we got the job done and it definitely gave us confidence from that as well that we can compete away from home against sort of any nation we proved it against England but I think it was important to prove it and start proving against the some of the six nation sides so. Cool. Can I take you away from the pitch for a yeah. moment? We're here with Energia today. Mm. They, when the ad came out ahead of the Rugby World Cup, all of your teammates, they were getting roundabouts named after them and mm. parks mm. and babies and all of the rest of yeah. it. When did you get to know about the, the actual campaign and the, the idea of it? I suppose Lorna from, from Energia ran it by me and I thought it was a um, great way to think of the possibilities, to think about the hype that we could create from um, the World Cup and Six Nations and uh, it was it was a bit of fun I thought it was a few uh, very smart ideas and it, it was very light-hearted and um, yeah so I, I was easily enough convinced to, to be a part of it and get involved in the campaign. Yeah cool and now for the women's campaign as well they've kind of twisted it around so that it's the, the women players mm-hmm. that are actually being put out there this time of the year with both teams in camp and in preparation for, for, for the Six Nations, you're probably in closer quarters these days now than you ever were with the women's yeah, team. Yeah. Do you find that that gives you a greater sense of awareness and understanding of, of the team and what they're going through? They're obviously in a different space as regards their level of performance and level of attainment in the Six Nations. But is it something that you feel there's value to be gained from both sides there? Yeah, 100%. Um, like I suppose from my experience with the sevens, I had a lot of dealings with the women's seven side and got to know a lot of, um, I suppose, the stalwarts of um, of that side. And a lot of them had dropped in and out of the 15s game. And um, I suppose now that there's a few contracted 15s players, we're meeting them in the HBC um, a lot more as well. Mm. Um, and then I think they've had their first full day or two over the, um, the last day or two as a squad coming together so um, yeah I've been getting to know a lot more of the 15s players better having chats with them there's a few rehabbers um, in with me over the last uh, week or two and sometimes that's the best place to, to get to know them is in the gym when you're both looking to use the knee extension machine or, or whatever machine so um, yeah and there's definitely opportunities to uh, learn off them and uh, and vice versa um, and to be exposed to the two different environments and see what way they're doing it and for them to see how, how we do it too. Just on the sevens, obviously you played a big part in getting Ireland to the, to the last Olympic mm. Games and then you saw Anton Dupont coming out and scoring that winning try at the, at the weekend. He's given himself full in for, for Paris in the Olympics. Uh, do you miss it, the sevens? I do. I suppose my experience with the Sevens was basically getting them qualified for the World Series, getting them qualified uh, for the Olympics, but I never got to, I suppose, bear the fruits of enjoying the uh, the tour, the touring aspect of going all around the world or getting to Tokyo. So uh, you do get a small bit jealous of them being in Perth or Singapore or, or Hong Kong. And I always love my time with the Sevens. I have a great relationship with a few lads who are still there, who I who I played with, and um, it's even good seeing them around the HPC, getting to chat to them a good bit, um, and then obviously you you do get a bit of jealousy when when they'll be heading off to Paris. And just finally, back to Energy and the half a fan campaign. I guess it's 
going to be really important as well to get the crowds behind and to get the you know the, the supporters really sort of rooting for the women playing in the RDS in Virgin Media Park down in Cork and then up in Belfast as well in the Kingspan Stadium. Yeah, absolutely. We've been fortunate enough to have incredible support a following us over to the likes of France in such incredible numbers and and then again in this this Six Nations. So it's it's helped us, I suppose, get to the performance levels that we've been trying to and it genuinely does make such a difference for us and it's the exact same in the women's game that if we can get big crowds behind them um that that it's going to help them and going to push them on it's going to make the experience for them a lot better and um those tough moments in games where the crowds behind you where yeah you, you need that extra bit of lift thanks to hugo for taking the time out to chat Energy is half a fan campaign is gaining traction and you can see the women's team in Dublin, Cork and Belfast during their Six Nations campaign. All of our rugby coverage on Sport for Business is brought to you in partnership with Bank of Ireland who are urging us always to never stop competing. You can keep on top of the commercial world of sport by subscribing to the Sport for Business podcast which drops every Tuesday and Thursday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. Coming up, we'll be on the road to Paris with NASA Russell, chef de mission with Paralympics Ireland. And we'll also be kicking off a series with the alumni from our popular sport for business, PwC 30 Under 30. Thanks for listening and take care.